I'd like to invite you, if you have a Bible, to turn to the book of Luke, and our prayer meditation for today will be from Luke chapter 8, and I'd like to title that meditation we have just for a few moments today, Motivations to Pray. Uh, The Lord Jesus Christ, in speaking to his disciples, uh, they came to him and said, teach us to pray. And I think often we can misread that and think that they're asking him, teach us how to pray, but they're actually asking him, teach us to pray. And they're speaking there, and Christ gives a parable about the motivations to pray. We find another such text like that in Luke chapter 8, and we find the Lord Jesus Christ, who has performed miracles, uh, they go on the Sea of Galilee. There's a great storm. And so the context, uh, they come out of that storm and they find themselves in verse 26 in a country of the Gadarenes. I'll just read a few verses here in Luke chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. And they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tombs. And this is a familiar passage, so we'll not take a lot of time to set the context. But as you know, this gathering demoniac, this one filled with demons, here he was unable to be chained, lived in the tombs, and he was an uncontrollable person. But yet, When he comes to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, we find something amazing happen. And I think the first motivation we find in our text to come really to the feet of Jesus is the darkness of evil. Here is this living personification of evil, this man filled with demons. What a dark life. He's living alone. He is living in a tomb, the areas where no one wanted to go. He wear no clothes. He had no ability to think rightly, and what a picture of what the darkness of evil brings. And we're living in a world of darkness. If we turn on the news, we can hear about wars and rumors of wars, literally, uh, on today's news feed. And there is so much evil and so much darkness in this world. And yet, when this hopeless case met Christ, we find something very, very astonishing when we come to verse 35. The Bible tells us, after Christ had cast out the demons, then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man, this demoniac, out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And I find here that the darkness of evil can bring us to the feet of Jesus, and that's certainly something that as we see the darkness around us today, we need to allow that instead of it making us worrisome and fretful and fearful and anxious, may the evil around us and the darkness around us really bring us to the feet of Jesus Christ. We find in the same chapter another example of something that brings a person to Christ. Notice verse 41, if you would. The Bible tells us, and behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house, for he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. And I see here that the death of loved ones can really bring us to the feet of Christ. 
And this man who is a ruler of the synagogue, no doubt a very devout Jewish man, does something very uncharacteristic for a Jewish person, falling down at the feet, not just of anyone, but at the one who claims to be Christ, the Savior, the Messiah. And he comes because his daughter is near death. And we find out through the text that she actually comes to die. But notice in verse 54 and 55 of the same chapter, Christ went to see this maid. And he put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, Maid, arise. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. And so this miraculous power over death that Christ has, and yet this ruler of the synagogue would doubtfully ever have come to Christ, ever have bowed the knee to our Lord, had it not been for the impending death of a loved one, especially around the holidays, Christmas, New Year, at the beginning of the year, we hear of so many people who are passing into eternity. I know here at at our ministry, there have been a number of funerals and a number of family members who have, have been grieving. And yet God is able to take even this most difficult thing to deal with in life and bring it about so that we draw nigh to Christ and come to a place where we're thoroughly dependent on the Lord. And you'll find in this same passage in chapter eight of Luke, something else that's a motivation to pray. Notice verse 43, and a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood staunched. And we understand that diseases of the body can be used to bring us to Christ. Notice verse 47. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And we find in these three vastly different cases, here is a demoniac who is hopeless, living in tombs. And yet when he comes to Christ, he finds all he needs in Christ. He finds not only deliverance from the demons, but new life in the Savior. And we find him where? Sitting in verse 35 at the feet of Jesus. We find here a powerful ruler of the synagogue who is no doubt well-respected of the Jewish people and someone who would not easily come to acknowledge the Messiahship of Jesus Christ. But now he comes and he, in verse 41, fell down at Jesus' feet because of the impending death of someone he loved very, very much. And then we find this woman who is diseased for 12 years. She can find no cure. And yet when she finds Jesus Christ, the Bible says she was healed. And in verse 47, falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people that she had been healed. What an amazing thing. And here's really a great understanding of this truth is that the darkness of evil, the death of people we love, even diseases that there are no cures for, all of these things are able to be dealt with by Christ. The problem is not, the question is not, is God able to answer prayer? God is able to answer prayer. In this passage, he proves particularly he has power over 
illness. He has power over demons. He has power even over death. So God is able to answer our prayers. The problem is not, is God willing to or able to answer? Really, the question is more to us, what does it take to bring us to the feet of Jesus? And as we look around us today, there are so many things in this world to remind us that we need to be at the feet of Jesus. There are things happening in Canada and in Ukraine and Russia, all over the world. There are things that we're dealing with in our families, with relatives. Perhaps there are illnesses that you're dealing with. And the response naturally our old nature has is to complain, to worry, to fret, to become very anxious about all of these things. And yet this passage at least has helped me. I hope it's been a help to you. Even in the worst of cases, all of these things should really draw us back to the Lord Jesus. As believers now, we have an opportunity to know who Christ is. We have an opportunity to pray and to ask him to help us. What a blessing. And these motivations to pray, I think, that are found here in this passage have really spoken to me. I I don't know if they've come across very clearly to you, but even in the difficult cases, the Lord Jesus is calling us to himself. And may we be found today as we pray together at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ.